the common concern, uh, especially among women, about getting too bulky um, in regards to whether or not they want to add weightlifting into their training regimen. Yeah. So like I said, when um, I have female clients come in and uh, talk about fitness goals, they are interested in lifting weights, but they frequently, they say, I don't want to get too bulky. I just want to tone up. That's kind of the phrase they always yeah, use, tone just up. Yeah, want to tone up. So I think we, we found a couple of different articles that explain why um, we uh, ladies don't need or women don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just go straight off the top from my uh, experience as a personal trainer. And I think some of these are going to be echoed in the articles that we read. But... It is insanely hard to put on muscle. (laughs) You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Today, we're going to answer... Uh, essentially a question that I get, uh, I guess, proposed to me frequently or uh, thrusted in my direction. Thrusted? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, frequently due to my uh, job uh, as a personal trainer. Um, and that is basically, it's, I guess it's not a question. It's more of a concern, I should say. Women, female clients, seem to... Uh, fear getting too bulky when they lift weights Mm -hmm. and we're going to answer or calm those fears and let you know that ladies you don't have to worry about that yes we're going to bring it down for why yeah so that exactly whether you're a person who loves lifting weights and you want to be able to you know explain to people why Mm -hmm. you do the things you do or if you have been curious or maybe really resistant yeah we're gonna we're gonna give you some facts today, and so Shannon's gonna back me up on this too. So I don't want anybody to yeah, we're to not coming at this the, like, ra- the realm of mansplaining. So <laughs> yeah, we're not, not gonna, gonna get, have different not gonna get opinions. into that. So, uh, but we are going to calm your concerns about getting too bulky uh, with weightlifting. So, but before we do that, we need to thank you guys once again um, for listening, tuning in this week and each and every week. Um, to new listener, or sorry, to old listeners, welcome. No, to new listener. Uh, one more time, to new listeners, welcome. To old listeners, welcome back. There we go. There you go. I knew back. you'd know welcome how to do back. it. Welcome back. So thanks, guys, for tuning in, and thanks for sharing the podcast with a friend. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us ratings and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast app. So we're going to jump in the training recaps. Uh, but before we do that, I want to mention to you guys that you can get a customized workout plan created by myself through the Tampa Strength app. All you guys got to do is give us a follow on uh, Instagram, the ATF podcast, and send us a DM and say, hey, I'm interested in an online training program, and I will uh, contact you or I will start a conversation with you, get some details about your fitness goals, uh, your equipment access, previous previous injuries, and so on and so forth, and then I can build you a program and deliver it to you right through uh, the Tampa Strength app. So if you're interested in that, follow us on Instagram. The ATF podcast and send us a DM. Mm-hmm. So on the training, 
Do yes. you like to go to training first or recap your training? Sure. I have to like, I really have to think back. I know because this is a weird week for this us because we're really on vacation. Screwy week, and mm-hmm. we've we literally we slept in four places in the last week. Yeah, seven days we've slept in four places. So let's start right there. Recovery not optimal. <sighs> oh God, no. So what the heck? So this is actually I feel like this is one of our rules when we're traveling somewhere and we have the time and resources in the morning to do it. Mm-hmm. I think you and I both regularly like nowadays we try to squeeze in at least like a short workout, yeah. something that's going to challenge us enough that we kind of need the day to recover mm-hmm. a little bit because we're going to be sitting. We've so much inactivity that we plan a workout beforehand yeah when we went on the cruise we did a workout yeah you know we work out at the the cruise gym or the ship gym but um, like specifically before we're going to be traveling oh like the yes day of travel yes so definitely. that is that's something so that was probably the first thing because we actually flew out on the 4th of july and we both got up and we did workouts that's that right. morning yep. we got up extra early even though we had to be We had to be at the airport at, what, 7? Yeah. So we got up extra early. We did workouts, showered, did last-minute stuff. Very proud of us for that. Mm -hmm. I I am, too. And like I said, it made the day, I feel, it felt, it made us energized, I feel like. I feel like we had a lot of similar training this week because we were together for a good (laughs) chunk of it. But we also did a workout when we had the time and ability. We went for a... Two mile walk, uh-huh. which took us about probably in reality it took us about forty five minutes. Yep. Um, we weren't like busting our asses to like yeah. move, but we also had an incline. We actually yep. did a little bit of climbing at one point. Uh-huh. Got our heart rates up, so that was nice because I haven't taken a long walk. It's probably not even that long of a walk for some people, but that was the longest I've walked in a bit. And it felt so good. It's yeah. great to get outside. We were in a familiar, but you know, not common place for us. National Harbor. National yep. Harbor, and there's a wonderful walk right along the water, and uh, it was it was very beautiful. Besides the fact that I ate a bunch of bugs during <laughs> that, and then I did a little bit of yoga another day that we were out. Just to kind of stretch, yeah. Get a little bit, you know. I feel like when you travel, the less you move, the tighter your body gets, uh-huh. and like you just start feeling stiff. Plus, yeah. we had, you know, sleeping in beds that are not comfortable. Um, and then I did my Saturday weight training whoop, whoop. workout with uh-huh. Nick today, so yep. you got to uh, throw around some. Heavier weights. You did. You did a little upper body. Today. You did a amount of upper body today with your cardio boxing yep. uh, with hand weights. And uh, you did some uh, uh, up some rows and some overhead press along with a little uh, lower body sequence. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, you did it all today. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad week, but, you know, with the traveling and everything, it always feels... A little more difficult. We did go for another walk, a short walk around oh, yeah. the family yeah. farm another day. That's true. Day. We did. That's true. You got to see your dad's epic garden. Mm-hmm. 
Garden goals, folks. So much like you, uh, mine was my training was limited, but we got in what we could. Though it's basically the day for July, we got a little mini workout in and did some shadow boxing, some core. Um, then also when we got back, along with the walks that we did on our vacation, when we got back that morning, uh, basically got back Thursday, Friday morning, I had virtual clients first thing. So I got up normal procedure, did my Peloton ride, did my virtuals, my clients, and then had some clients in the afternoon too. So, and then this morning led you and another one of my clients through Saturday morning. Technically it was two clients. Two of my clients. Yes. Yeah. Virtual clients. So. (laughs) Three people today led their workouts. So, yeah, good week of training. No jiu-jitsu this week since I was out of town, but I plan to get right back into it this coming week and, you know, basically get the five days of movement in this mm-hmm. coming week like normal. All right, so that was our training recap. Now we're going to go into our uh, main topic of discussion for this week's podcast. And like I said, the common concern, uh, especially among women, about getting too bulky um, in regards to whether or not they want to add weightlifting into their training regimen. Yeah. So like I said, when, um, I have female clients come in and, uh, talk about fitness goals, they are interested in lifting weights, but they frequently, they say, I don't want to get too bulky. I just want to tone up. That's kind of the phrase they always yeah, use, tone up. Yeah, tone up. So I think we, we found a couple different articles that explain why, um, we uh, ladies don't need or women don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just go straight off the top from my uh, experience as a personal trainer. And I think some of these are going to be echoed in the articles that we read. But it is insanely hard to put on muscle. <laughs> it is hard. You're talking to a guy who's been trying to do it for the last 15 years. And I mean, I probably gave some more, I've definitely added more muscle, but a ton of muscle? Definitely not. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm way, I weigh the same now as I did as a senior in high school, my wrestling, my senior year of high school. Yeah. So I, and it has to, and putting on muscle, I should say for everybody, both men and women, but I would say this is probably, and we'll explain why for, for men specifically, or for why it's different between men and women in a second, but it's like, you have to, it has to do a lot with the body type or and or genetics. Yes. yes. So some people are able to put on muscle a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Some people are able to stay thinner a lot easier or lean and things like that. So body type has a lot to do with it too. And yep. then if we look more specifically to females, um, a thing that has a lot to do with it is hormones. Yep. You know, I mean, testosterone is a huge, um, basically necessity to building muscle, you know, and it's just the, the reality, the biological reality is that men produce more testosterone than women. Right. You know, biological men produce more testosterone than biological women. Now, there are exceptions, of course, um, to that rule. So, mm-hmm. and you can see some of those exceptions in things like the CrossFit Games or, um, you know, Olympics, things like that. But Yeah. But um, keep in is, mind, those are pro athletes dedicating their lives to building muscle and strength. Yes. So that's, and that's kind of. Dedicating the, their lives. <laughs> Can I say that again? Dedicating their lives. Yeah. Not two or three workouts a week. Lives. For an hour, maybe 55 minutes at a time. I mean, has anybody seen Dwayne Johnson's. Yeah. Like oh. workout setup. 
Exactly. Isn't it called like the Iron oh, Iron sure. Paradise or I something think so, like that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, freak, it uh, features a lot of chains. That's all I know. Lots a lot of, of metal. A lot of metal. Lot of chains. And it's um, every day. So yeah, and so and that's the thing. Like the frequency that you have, that to, you that would fast. have to do to put on muscle mass is much more than the common person that's going to do. The vast majority of the population. You have to eat a certain way. That's another thing. That's another requirement is the amount of calories you have to take in is more than you're going to burn every day. You Mm -hmm. have to eat more. And then, and I, and like I said, I'm probably putting in some generalities and uh, hopefully not stereotypes, but it's like the the majority of people that I, both men and women, when they come on the fitness goal is to lose weight. That's mm-hmm. probably the, the biggest one. That's number one. And of course, along with that is build muscle or tone or get more defined. Um, frequently, in order to lose, they're, they're kind of, those two things are counterintuitive though, because to lose weight, you typically eat less calories to lose weight, but you can lose weight thanks to weightlifting because weightlifting burns a lot of calories, gaining muscle actually changes your body body composition so you do have less you have lean more lean mass than body fat yeah so less fat more muscle but it's counterintuitive because people believe i need to eat less i need to diet in order to lose right. weight so they eat less but then that inhibits the basically the process of building muscle yeah and recovery uh-huh so so there there is a way to do it you know you you kind of you modify it. you can actually you can do things like lose weight and you know build strength now mm-hmm. you won't put on a ton of muscle mass but you can get stronger while losing weight well it brings up a good thing that you said so like a lot of women say well i just want to tone what i have they don't want to build muscle. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna reference somebody that is just you know not someone you'd say oh yeah you know that's someone that probably benching you know one fifty or something, but she's used as a reference frequently. If you want Michelle Obama arms, <laughs> that's gonna require some muscle building yeah. unless you have incredible genetics. Which I know some people do. They yeah. just have, like, you know, they just are lean and they have muscle. Mm-hmm. But to get the definition for muscles, that that's not just tone muscles. Yeah, it is muscle, muscle definitions, you're talking there is a certain amount of mass. Yeah, absolutely. And that is something, like, that's going to depend a lot on your body composition and your body type. Um, some people just have like longer muscles, leaner muscles, other people, like I am a muscular person myself. I'm never going to be thin, mm-hmm. but I can, I can get muscle definition. Like I have calves that some men would kill for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy with that. that. I mean, I've actually had people stop me that, in stores. And this is somewhat... they were dudes. Keep going. I'm going to put a pin <laughs> in that. Keep going. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it all depends. Like, But it comes back to if you want definition, I'm not just saying you've got less jiggle. Like tone, I think of as less jiggle. Yeah. If you want muscle definition, that 
is weight. That yeah. is muscle building you have to deal with right there. Yeah, so the pin I want to put in there is is just a somewhat of a segue, is that I've, I've heard somebody say this, and I don't know how accurate it is, is like the one muscle that guys are most envious about when they see either another guy or probably another person, I should say, including a woman, that they're envious about, number one muscle is calves. I believe it. Like, there are such things as calf implants. Calf implants are actually a thing. And I think when you talk about the implant world, I think people think, you know, they sadly, well, I don't know about sadly is the right word, but, you know, they, I think they immediately go to butt or boobs for implants, right? right. If they would say, what are the two most common implants? Those are probably the two. I think really a close third is calf implants, especially for guys. Yeah. For, so I've heard. So like I said, I don't I've know how heard, accurate that is, but. I've heard, especially like bodybuilders, they cannot, they can like, they can get big, heavy built muscles on top, but they cannot build their calf muscles. Like so many people that. I've even spoken to over the course of my life. They're like, I'm never going to have calves like that. Like they will be super hyper defined up top and have these skinny little chicken legs. And I mean, I don't know, like if they just gave up at some point, but like, it was just sort of like, well, I just, I can't, there's nothing I can do to get calves like that. Right. And I yeah. have, like, people stop me I, and, like, wow, you've I got think intense it is, legs. I think that's another thing about genetics and body composition. Yes. Um, and there are ranges of, and I'm sure bodybuilders know all the ranges of exercises they can do for calves. Yeah. But I'm telling sure. you, I feel like I have pretty good calves also. You do. Jump rope. Mm -hmm. I know my calves got developed because of jump rope. All the jump rope I did doing kickboxing, yeah. hands down. Anyways, we're going on segways for a little bit. Let's get back to the question or the the concern about women feeling too bulky. Um, you kind of hit on it too, the calorie thing. Like just getting general ranges. I know this, we found an article from CNET talking about uh, reasons why women don't have to get worry about being bulky. Um, they put a range of basically like maintenance calories. So basically... Um, if you're somebody who works out and who's active, you're probably burning anywhere from 1,800 to 2,400 calories a day. You're burning that, you know. So mm -hmm. you have to take in more than that in order to gain, to build muscle. Yeah. And you're talking about, and like I said, just lifting weights on a regular basis, It it's going to help you, help your joints, help the things like osteoporosis or fight osteoporosis. Yeah. It and, helps and it's gonna, bones. It's not just muscles. Yeah. It's bone strength. But one thing you have to do in order to add muscle mass, and this is one thing that people frequently, and a trainer can help with this, but it's like progressive overload. Mm -hmm. That's how you build muscle. Yeah. So just a kind of quick, just quick synopsis of that. Say if you have, you're doing a bicep curl, okay? You have 10-pound dumbbells. Week one through four, you can do those 10-pound dumbbells, 10 reps, mm -hmm. okay? 10 reps is the absolute maximum you can do. But at the end of four weeks, you're like, all right, 10 reps is easy. So you go to 15 and do that 10 reps. And then you progressively overload your muscles, forcing them to grow. Now, if you're doing that on top of eating enough calories and on top of doing enough exercise frequency, 
then those muscles will grow. But that is a big couple ifs that most women don't really adhere to. Yeah, especially, and this is like the common thing, is that women will start lifting and then they will just add reps, which really goes more into muscle endurance Mm -hmm. than muscle strength. Mm -hmm. So in order to tear down the muscle fibers that need to then be rebuilt with more muscle fibers, um, you have to you you have to break them, right? And that means that you have to push them right. to a certain limit. And muscle endurance is really more improving the performance of your muscle. It's not getting into that breaking down and then rebuilding. Right. That's why when you have a woman who's like, okay, I'm going to add weights into my my training. It's great. If you want to work on muscle endurance, you know, do more reps. Yeah. But what you're saying specifically is something agreed. Like I did it for years. I was like, I had the same fear because I am just naturally a muscular person. I'm like, I don't want to look like a freaking football player. Mm -hmm. Like I already have shoulders like a linebacker. So I don't actually look like a linebacker, but they're very broad from back, you know. Um, I did that. I was very afraid of heavyweights, and it wasn't until I got older and wiser. Uh, Essentially, when I started doing, like, CrossFit was where I really learned a lot about weight and muscles, muscle building and everything. But that is something you see a lot of women fall into that where they're like, well, I'm doing, I'm lifting weights. I just do, I do high reps. Well, then you're not doing right muscle building. You're doing muscle endurance. Yeah. And like you said, that's, I think weight training is be, is great in all aspects, whether it's muscle endurance, muscle building, mm-hmm. hypertrophy, you know, strength building, whatever it may be. Um, but you kind of hit it on the head. It's frequency, it's rep range. Um, that's, uh, you know, for the, the muscle building range is anywhere from five for my general overthumb is five to 12 reps. Mm-hmm. And you usually are going to failure like that 12th rep. If you're going to 12 is probably the last one you can do. Um, yeah. and then usually if you're really trying to progressive overload, you're doing five to eight rep sets, you yeah. know? So, um, and then, you know, like I said, in, and then there's things like drop sets and supersets and pyramid sets and things like that, that people get into that bodybuilders really get into to really take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing those things, you know, it's you, a conscious effort, guys. You, oh. it, it is. <laughs> if you're not doing those things, if you ha- if you don't know what a drop set is, you don't have to worry about being bulky. And even <laughs> like I said, I have my female clients do what uh, drop sets because it mainly to keep them engaged and paying attention because mm-hmm. that's a hard thing too for a lot of people who are new to weight training. They they need to get a, they the, need to be engaged, right? It's the break. Yes, you know they're like. Huh? And that's the thing too. Talk about break. Uh, (laughs) That is a key part of muscle building is the break. And I, I shouldn't say it's just, it's not just women, but people hate taking breaks when they're at a personal training session. I get it. You're paying for your time. I understand. But your your goal is, if your goal is to, to, like I said, whatever your goals may be, it 
per, a prescribed amount of rest, which I give my clients, is required. Mm-hmm. When you're doing mass, when you're trying to build mass, you'll have longer breaks, 60, 90, it's 120 totally seconds. totally something I'm guilty of. Like, you actually <laughs> have to, like, tell me, like, breast longer. Yeah. Breast longer. And right. I'm like, eh. So, and, then, and like I said, but, you know, sometimes we'll do short breaks. We'll do Tabatas where you get a 10-second break. That's more cardio stuff. Yeah. Now, I know you were reading an article that kind of related to cardio, too. Because I think a yeah. lot of women think they just want to do, they should just do cardio, cardio, cardio to burn weight or to, to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But that, and it leads us into a little bit of a segue, but lifting weights actually might be more, might be more beneficial to weight loss than cardio. Exactly. And this is something, um, that the women that I know that are lifting, you know, so our sister-in-law, she is someone who's doing weights. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just look at her and know that she's doing some weights. Mm-hmm. She's got really great upper body definition in particular. Um, we have other friends who are doing, like, they say, like, oh, my gosh, I love throwing heavy weights around. Like, that is their joy in life. And these people all have that that real clear definition, but the cardio thing, like, none of them are bulky. None of them are are thicker because of this. And you talk to them and like some of them just they don't like cardio anymore because they they realize that the whole myth that you do cardio to get skinny and you do weights to build size is very, very wrong mm-hmm. in most instances. And actually cardio Let's go back to the fact that our bodies are freaking amazing machines Mm -hmm. and they are literally created to adapt to whatever we throw at them. Even if it's crazy ass shit, they adapt. So cardio in particular, if you're doing, you know, 30 minutes of cardio, 60 minutes of cardio every day of the week and you're like, I am burning so many more calories. Well, yes, you're, you're probably burning your calories, but your body is focusing on getting more efficient, which means it's focusing on burning less calories during those cardio sessions, which means just like Nick said, in order to build muscle, you have to consistently overload those muscles. The cardio is the same thing. You have to consistently do more cardio to burn as many calories as you did two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Your body's learning it's adapting and it's working to be more efficient that is a great thing into itself but if weight loss is your goal you're gonna end up getting yourself be like i have to run a freaking marathon you know like you're gonna have to run a long time big distances um do heavy amounts of cardio the other big difference is that with weight training because your body has to then go back and repair and build it's burning calories at rest. Mm-hmm. Just pause for dramatic effect. You burn calories when you are doing nothing. RMR, resting metabolic rate. Yes. That is why weight training is a serious calorie burner. Mm-hmm. And could be, particularly if you're someone who's sort of plateaued 
in their their health and fitness. You know, if you feel like you're you're doing already a bunch of cardio, you're doing you know the probably the fastest way to jumpstart your your calorie consumption of your body is to add some heavy weight in there. Mm-hmm. So that's not the case with cardio. You know, you're burning calories while you're while you're going and then it stops when you stop. And you might have a little bit if you're, you know, you're ran to like the point of exhaustion. Yeah, your muscles and everything are still going to have to rebuild. You probably did do some. Mm-hmm. Um but overall, weight training that is going to be the the probably quicker way yeah. of I, upping your calorie burn. I agree. And like you said, changing your body composition, adding more muscle, or just, you know, losing fat. If you do weight training, you, you probably your lean mass is gonna go up. Your mm-hmm. body fat is gonna go down. Uh, if you dedicate yourself to it, your lean mass is gonna go up. That's gonna effectively give your require your body to burn more energy at rest like you said because your body composition is going down body fat doesn't require a ton of metabolic basically requirements you know Mm -hmm. i know i said required twice but it's like i said muscle burns more fat i mean muscle burns more calories is what i should be saying right not body fat so you change your body composition through weightlifting you're essentially going to burn more calories at rest. Like you said, you're going to burn it while you're weightlifting. You change your body composition. Best way to lose weight, in my opinion, is weightlifting. Yeah. And it's the quickest way, in my opinion. For those people that I mentioned earlier that have, like, um, even some some other people that I know that got into lifting heavy weights, they said no other point in their life did they ever see such a fast, like, do they see a faster change in their bodies, mm-hmm. the you know the look of their bodies, than when they started to do heavy weights yeah. consistently? And uh, I which think which gets us to how frequently do you actually have to lift in order to get results? I would say a minimum of three days a week. That would be my recommendation. I know some people do two, which I think you can you can get a lot done in two days. Um, but I would say for weightlifting, definitely three times a week. That would I would say, and you can break it up. Whether you, however you do it, if you're doing three days a week, um, maybe you di- break it up by different body parts. If you do a pull day, a push day, a leg day, things like that, um, you can break it up. You know, to give different body parts of rest while you take your breaks in between, or however you mm-hmm. schedule it. But I would say a minimum of three days a week. How long? It's a tough question because, like I said, it's it, the structure-wise. Let's say let's just do a uh, theoretical schedule. Like if you go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday is going to be a push day. Push days: chest, triceps, uh, shoulders. That's your push exercise. Those are the extra the muscles you use to push. So usually that's three different groups. It takes a little longer. I would do two to three exercises per group. So you're looking from anywhere from eight to nine exercises, three sets for each. So you're probably, that's a long day, easily an hour, easily. Um, then your pull day is your back and biceps. You could probably cut it down a little bit, but I would just do more sets, honestly. Your back is your biggest upper body muscle, your, mm-hmm. your lats. Um, so I would do extra, uh, basically exercises another hour. Um, and then if your legs, 
you got within legs, you got things like squat, hinge, bridge. Um, you know, we've talked about the booty camp before. Um, so that, I mean, honestly, an hour, um, gives you enough time, I think, to do the exercises because chest, shoulders, tries, you can do some combination, some compound movements too, to kind of minimize the amount of time. Um, but I always like to start with a, you know, a dynamic warm up and with stretching mobility and then go into the lifts. So, but I mean, an hour, dedicating an hour three times a week, uh, or three hours a week, essentially, to weightlifting, you know, I think is uh, uh, something you can see results with. Yeah, and results being you are building muscle and you are getting, you know, working towards that definition mm-hmm. and going past just, you know, tone, but really trying to build strength. Right. And that that, I think, is a big differentiator because since becoming a parent, my goal has really not been so much about, um, you know, how I necessarily look. You know, there's there's certain things I'm like, I have time to work on. There's certain things I don't. But even when I don't have that much time, I always want strength. Strength is the thing now where I'm like, I just need to be stronger. You know, it was like when Ella was little, it was being strong enough to hold her for what which seemed like hours. And like I needed strength in my back. My back was always tired from holding her. And, you know, she got older. It was, well, I need to be able to hold her and like whatever stuff I needed to carry. It's continued. Like now that she's 36 pounds, I have to be stronger just to pick her up Mm -hmm. and, like, keep up with her. It's like having strength is a functional thing in life. And that is something that weightlifting, you know, it takes a lot longer to build strength just doing cardio like even when you're doing hills or something yeah which i love doing hills on the bike but to do that i'd have to probably bike like 10 times longer than i would doing one workout just focused on legs right so in summary i think ladies you do not have to worry about getting bulky but you shouldn't worry about changing your body composition you looking more muscular. I mean, I don't think there's, there shouldn't be any kind of bad connotation for a woman to have more muscle definition. Mm-hmm. I think that idea that that's not feminine is, is somewhat, uh, antiquated, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's very hard to put on muscle for both men and women, but especially women for the things that we already talked about, uh, lack of te- or lower testosterone than men, uh, the fact that it requires a lot of ingestion of calories, um, that the fact that the frequency and the, the, mus- the amount of o- progressive overload you have to put on your muscles is greater than most uh, women and men really are prepared to do. Um, so it's like things about the idea of the fear of looking bulky, um, ladies, you definitely don't have to worry about it. So yeah, we're putting that fear to bed. Yeah. And now we've given you some more information depending on what your goals are. Now, you know, whether you need, you know, what and how to 
probably achieve that. Yeah, exactly so. right. Well, I think that was a good conversation. Yep. Sorry. Say, hey, we talked about people essentially getting pumped up. Right? I know. And exactly. We're going into. What's got us pumped? Wow. That, not, that's a natural segue. And not just weights. That was a natural segue. I didn't even have to try for that I one. I know. You didn't have to say it. All right. So five times. what's got me pumped is that my results for the Let's Get Checked health test are already back in. I know last week I talked about how I had to squeeze the blood out of my finger um, <laughs> to, and then send those off. Um, and I got the first results within... Three days? Thursday? You put it in the mail Thursday. They was the next day, so Friday, Saturday. So three days I got the first results back from that mm-hmm. test. And that, that was the testosterone test. Funny, we were just talking about testosterone. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Got my normal levels. So Pretty good. I was normal levels within the testosterone test. A lot of T's there. Um, So I'm going to try to open that app without creating too much noise on the uh, recording device that we have right Mia. Right, Mia. So let's get checked. I've talked about that, guys. At-home health test where you do have to provide a blood sample. So you have to collect your own blood by pricking your own finger um, and then squeeze it. And luckily, I think I did a little better this time around than the first time around. So testosterone test. My testosterone was 562 nanograms per deciliter, which is pretty much right in the middle of the range um, for normal testosterone. Um, so that was one I was pretty happy about, even though I no, had no real low T um, symptoms. I still was interested in seeing what my hormone level were. Uh, the other one was the cholesterol test and I had a feeling that the results would have been less than ideal since I have been off my medication for a while. Uh, and it was total cholesterol was up at 272 um, milligrams per deciliter, which is high. That's actually about 72. Uh, the normal range is right around 200 and mine was 272. So, but that's kind of why I was on cholesterol medication. Mm-hmm. Um, total gl- total triglyceride. Total triglycerides, a lot of T's today, a lot of T's. HDL and the high-density HDL percentage of my total cholesterol were within the normal range, but my LDL, which is considered bad cholesterol, the low-density lipoprotein, was 195, um, and it's supposed to be below 130. So I definitely need to work on that. Um, I need to work on it by probably finding a new primary care physician and getting back on my medication. But I was super impressed. Uh, The testosterone test, like I said, came in with three days of that going in the mail. And uh, the uh, cholesterol test was five days. So that's a pretty cool turnaround, pretty quick turnaround. And I was very happy with the process was a little less uh, strenuous than last time. So I was pumped. I was pumped to get those results back. Yeah, for sure. It's got you pumped. Well, this week I was extremely pumped for something that had me sitting quite still and provided a great amount of joy. And that is a beach read. Yes, folks, it is summer. It is the season of the beach reads. And I am so damn grateful that I had it because while the rest of the family got to partake 
in the pool parties. I did not. I had to sit separated from everyone like a leper in the shade. <laughs> and I had nothing else to do. You didn't have to sit separated. Uh, in order not to melt, true. yes, true I did. True, true. <laughs> because oh yeah, I couldn't go in the water to cool off. That's true. You did. You um. So yeah, I think I mentioned previously. I had a little procedure. That little procedure is a real pain in the tuchus because <laughs> you can't immerse yourself in water for a month, which is a long time in summer. I don't think I appreciated how long that was when they're like, oh, yeah, the recovery is fine. You can just, you know, not not go in a pool or a tub for a month. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's not too bad. Before we went on vacation. Uh, yeah, so this beach read, I picked it up, and I really started getting into it and was so glad I had it because it really was that sort of enjoyable retreat. I wasn't able to go into the water. There was no beach in, you know, there was no pool party. But it was really satisfying to sit and enjoy a beach read. I specifically was reading an Elin Hildebrand mm -hmm. book, which is, I feel like she's like one of the queens of beach reads. Um, just transports you to Nantucket. Don't say any weird rhymes. Um, and it's just very enjoyable. And it's it's light enough. You're trying to figure out the mm -hmm. rhyme, aren't you? Oh, gosh. Got it in your head. I know. Keep don't don't do it. it. <laughs> You're starting to spell it out like, well. Um, so, yes, that having a beach read this time of year especially if you're not going to be jumping in pools or if you just need some downtime, pick up a beach read. If you don't want to pick up a book, then get it on audiobooks. But it is a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I forgot, like I have, I have usually at least three books going at once. And some of them may be, you know, fiction. Others are not what I would call light reading. It's like educational or it's about, um, you know, some kind of medicine or anatomy. It's not, it's not light. So yeah, beach reads. I am a big fan of beach reads. Just had mm. to share that. And if anybody has a beach read that you're loving this summer, please share it with us in the reviews. Let us know because I'm always always looking for books to stock my shelves with well great great what's got us pumped section we talked about getting pumped and now we shared what's got us pumped this week yes. great episode hope you guys enjoy it if you did please leave us a rating and review and apple podcast spotify your preferred podcast app Share the podcast with a friend, and of course, follow us on Instagram, The ATF Podcast, and reach out to us if you're looking for a workout plan via the Tamp Strength app. Got anything else for him today? That's it. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. 
Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. You got it on? Mm-hmm. Can you give me a chick chick? Chick chick. Chickity chick. Chick 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 ch